Hello, and welcome to Why Did I Keep This? A podcast about the things that have been living in the back of our closets or hiding in storage for way too long. The trend of constantly spring cleaning has forced us to face why we have such a hard time getting rid of things and examine our relationships with material goods. Hello, I am Lana Cuthbertson. I am an entrepreneur living in Montreal, and I have a strict one-in, one-out policy, and I'm working towards a closet full of timeless classics. Joining me on the podcast are Jackie Glick, a producer living in LA who is an avid window shopper and loves a sample sale, and Courtney Venace, an actor, video game streamer, and improviser living in LA with a colorful, quirky, and highly impractical closet. We are the three closeteers on a journey through time and space. Welcome to the two of you. Hi. 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 I went to an amazing sample sale recently and bought my niece the cutest shirt ever. Tell us about the shirt. It's a chambray denim button up with like patches that are like stars and rainbows and hearts. Like I think there's probably like six little patches all over front and back. Cutest thing ever. Adorable. Adorable. $15. So good. Wow. Wow. I haven't been to a sample sale in a long time, maybe ever. Oh, I went to one sample sale. It was with Jackie. It was great. Oh, yeah. That wasn't a great one, though. I liked it. I mean, I have nothing to compare it to, but I found something I liked. Uh, Oh, that's true. You did buy one thing. But, you know, sometimes sample sales are just the best, and sometimes they're just medium. (laughs) <laughs> they're just you the gotta be, you gotta be dedicated to the uh hunt. the experience yeah the hunt the experience and you have to go to a lot of them sometimes and sometimes it's brand specific you know you have to just go to the brand sample sale and then hope the thing that you want is there when sometimes it's just not but anyways we digress today we're talking about holiday holiday decorations decorations and Sorry, I, I feel like summer like is the best time. <laughs> I was thinking about this. I was like, maybe we should have waited on recording no. this one, but... Christmas in July, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Brilliant. I've Every actually had... Now we can really, like, look at it with a critical gaze. Look yeah. at the thing that we're keeping. Oh, that's a good And think point. to ourselves, have we ever used this? Are we ever going to use this? And is it worth keeping? You know, yeah. A conversation that we have had on this podcast is... When is the best time to be getting rid of, rid of things? And I argued that maybe um, when we're all stuck at home for many months, not going out, that's maybe not the best time to make big judgment calls where you're like, I haven't worn this dress in months. And it's like, right, Courtney, yeah. because you've been stuck inside. <laughs> because mm-hmm. no one's wearing fancy clothes. But, you know, when the world opens up, uh, buy, buy the fancy clothes. But, yeah, with Christmas decorations – or holiday decorations, or any kind of like Sometimes seasonal decoration. decoration. It's yeah. um, it's probably best to look at it outside of that year, because then you're like, is this something I actually want to display in my house, or is it something I'm putting up to fill space uh, or feel obligated to? So now, now's a great time for that. It's kind of like really good time. It's kind of like you know when you go to the grocery store on an empty stomach, and you mm-hmm. just like uh. You, you bite off more than you can chew. That's what that's what Christmas time with too many or like for me. That's what Christmas time with too many decorations is. Like I I've known myself to yeah. go a little a little too hard. I find myself buying a lot of cereal 
if I'm hungry in a grocery store because it's just such an easy snack. But um, interesting, I don't eat cereal so like I very also, often. So yeah. it becomes a huge mistake. So this is a good time. Our stomachs are full. We're ready to look at our Christmas and Hanukkah decorations with a critical eye. Um, I was thinking about this topic and I was thinking that like so many of the things that I thought of are things that belong actually like more to my mom than to me. Like, because I, my partner and I have only like just barely started kind of doing our own holiday things and holiday traditions because they've been such like family occasions for so long and we've really had no real reason to like not participate in the normal regular family thing that goes on and so i've yeah i've like only just started accumulating um certain holiday holiday things but like most of the things that I immediately thought of, I'm like, oh yeah, that was on my mom's Christmas tree. And like, that was the thing that I remembered growing up. And I wonder if the two of you have the same experience or not. A little bit. Yes. I, Mikey, my partner and I, we definitely started doing um, our own holidays a couple years ago, just because, you know, you have two families uh, and trying to decide where to go for the holidays and also just traveling during the holidays is expensive and it's stressful and it's crowded. Um, and so the last couple of years, we've sort of decided like we're going to do the holidays with ourselves and we'll visit our parents on the off season. I have been collecting my own Christmassy things, but I've also inherited a lot. My parents recently moved and I'm going to talk about something that they um, bestowed upon me that I still hold on to. Let's let's go for it. I want to hear it all. I, let's jump in. When my parents uh, retired and moved to a different state, it was a smaller house, they um, obviously couldn't take everything with them. So what, one of the things, one day when I went down to help my mom pack up, she was like, here, this is for you. These, this is all your stuff. And it was all the Christmas ornaments that I had made for my parents as Christmas presents in like elementary school you know it's like you take popsicle sticks and you glue them together in the shape of like a star or there's like this a picture is generational of why did I keep this yes and it was just like wait no this isn't mine I gave this to you <laughs> as a present I did not at no point did I make these for myself um this was this was definitely something I was like what no I don't get this but one of the things I did keep uh, was in the second grade, there was uh, the ornament that I made was like a little picture of me uh, standing in front of a picture of a Christmas tree. And I'm wearing my brownie Girl Scout uniform so uh, with my classic like messy hair <laughs> and just like just grungy little seven-year-old Courtney. And we got to make like a little frame for it to go in and I just glued a bunch of sequences to it. Um, and And that's that. And it's it's all the sequins for the most part. I think there's maybe like one sequins left on it. Um, but I think it's a very funny picture of myself. Uh, and everything else, all the other ornaments, I think I ended up throwing away because it really is just like like popsicle sticks with a bunch of like glitter glue um, with my name scribbled on the back. So it was like, I don't remember making this. This would be a great podcast. We should one day have each of our parents on to talk about the garbage that they still have. Like my dad in his office has this, a literal rock that I wrapped yarn around and glued eyes on and called it a paperweight. And he still has that in his office at work. That's so sweet. And 
it is, it's so funny, but he has so many things like that. And I think my mom does too, but that would be an amazing like family day version of this podcast. Mm -hmm. Like what did we make you that you feel obligated and guilty to throw away? Okay. This is funny because, you know, you might, this is my, like, I'm just imagining my mom being like, oh, I have nothing left of that. I've thrown it all away. Like, she, this, there's a reason I have a one-in-one-out, like, stark, empty policy, and it's because that's how she is, too. She's like, Your dad keep might things have moving. Stuff. Oh, yeah, my dad might have stuff. That's a good point. Yeah, he probably would. He actually gave me – okay, this is totally off topic, but he knows I love The New Yorker, and his dad – at one point had ordered a book of New Yorker comics between 1925 and 1950, and he just gave it to me a few years ago, and it's the coolest thing. That's very cool. That is oh, really cool. That's a great hand-me-down. Yeah. I was so. at the Brooklyn Bridge flea market, and I found the New Yorker magazine from the day that my husband was born. <gasps> Bottom the cover. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Jackie, what is your item for this week? Okay, thank you for asking. I have brought to the table a silicone dreidel mold that is either for ice cubes you can make chocolate maybe like a specific kind of like little cookie thing Mm. so what have you made with it i've one time i made ice cubes okay and every year i think do i really want to make ice cubes and (laughs) i don't do it and then some years i'm like oh i should have a party and i should make little dreidel chocolates oh yeah. and then i I do sometimes have parties, but I never make the chocolates. I was going to say, I went, you hosted a Hanukkah party two Hanukkahs ago, and I don't remember any yeah. dreidel chocolates Pretty or pee. ice cubes. Pretty I'll pee. remind you this year. Yeah, you know what? That's maybe what I need because there's no reason really to throw it away. And how cute would it be if we had little cocktails with dreidel ice cubes in them? It's That's too cute. It's too cute. I yeah, You can't you throw can make that, that for me any time of year. Um, yeah. You can practice this on me. just a Hanukkah household. <laughs> um, no, well, yeah, I think we have... And the thing about Hanukkah, too, is, like, there are eight nights that I could have made these. <laughs> that's a good point. You know? <laughs> Every year I have eight chances to yeah. make these ice cubes. Maybe that's the hard part, is that instead it's like you yeah. don't have one and only chance. You've got eight days. Day two, whatever. I've got day three. Day four, yeah. whatever. I've got days date <laughs> yeah nine. it's true eight crazy nights but i think this year and i mean amazingly there are eight little ice cubes but i think oh, i could have eight people over and everybody gets a hanukkah cocktail yes adorable what do you put I in think... a hanukkah cocktail other than the dreidel ice cube um i don't know what you put in a hanukkah cocktail maybe like something with chocolate coins and oil i don't know <laughs> you like how do you make an oily cocktail yeah You'd have to make it oily. You could or do. You we'll... could have like a co- one of those cocktails oh. like on fire. Like you could start. Oh you could yeah, start like a. That's like... brilliant. You could <gasps> do a fiery cocktail. I was gonna say potato vodka, like a potato. potato vodka. Oh my gosh, potato it. vodka is something. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I've got an idea. Fiery cocktails as the Hanukkah. Ooh, like interesting. You're lighting the cocktails on fire. Line them up. It has to be night eight, or else you can only have two, one or two it, people over. It's but... the perfect night eight celebration. Yeah into it oh wow into it this is i mean this is great i'm really looking forward to this year's hanukkah party jackie looking for i'm taking notes i will Lynn remember is flying in it's amazing i'm really excited i look like can't contain myself this is gonna be really fun <laughs> light our cocktails on fire call them a hanukkah cocktail drop in a dreidel 
straight ally skin. So I guess this why did I keep this? This is kind of this is kind of great. This really turned into thank goodness I kept it. Yes. Here's the big plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well done you guys for the inspiration. Oh, you yeah. know, that's what we're here for. I really I do need to whittle down my my Christmas uh supplies. I have for someone who doesn't have a whole lot of storage where she lives, I certainly like I have a I have a fake tree. I have a fake tree that's taking it that's in a big old box that's taking up way too much closet real estate. Um and but you need I, a tree. I'm not gonna get rid of that. You can't buy a tree I'm not, every year if you're using point. a fake tree. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. It's it's just your tree. To, yeah. I it doesn't fit under the bed. It's just like it's just it just has to take up store. But then I also have a bunch of boxes with like ornaments and lights and wreaths and it I I could probably cut back a little bit. I love Christmas time. Growing up, like I that was just like the most fun it was when my family had parties uh like I just loved the warmth of like the the Christmas lights I always thought it was weird that like because I know Christmas is on this like arbitrary day um it's just supposed to be aligned with like uh the shortest day of the year the the winter solstice um because they're trying to get pagans into Christianity um and so I I'm like shouldn't Christmas actually be on like I don't I feel like Christmas should be like late January Cause that's when you. That's when I need. That's when I need all the colorful lights and the houses decorated. Um, because it feels like you you spend most of like it's actually it's technically fall when you're getting ready for Christmas. It doesn't turn to winter until December twentieth, December twenty first, and then Christmas is on December twenty fifth. So it's really only you only have like four or five days of winter time. Isn't for Christmas? Christmas- isn't Christmas like a biblical? So here's the thing with Christmas. Day? Yes, it's Jesus's birthday. Yeah. However, however, that's not actually when Jesus was born. The church just decided December 25th because there were a whole bunch of pagans. Oh, okay, and this is also but someone who didn't Jesus do great born? in her. I think April. I think like I think like ironically Aries. around Easter. Yeah, <laughs> an, an Aries baby. He's an Aries baby. Um, yeah, so that's not – December 25th isn't – it doesn't actually have anything to do with Jesus' birthday. The date arbitrarily got moved uh, to get people who weren't Christian and who had long-held pagan beliefs to kind of jump – make it easier for them to jump on board. Uh, I to... can honestly say that I didn't know that. That – yeah. No, I should probably I know more it about was... it. I was raised Catholic. I went I to church every I thought it was Jesus' birthday and I just believed that – you're not Without wrong. Even asking. You're not wrong because that's what we're all told. It's just okay. that some old dudes a long time ago were like, we did a rebrand. That's like it's the OG rebrand. So oh, that's cool. That's anyway, cool. I think if they were rebranding it, it should have been somewhere in like late January, early February because those are re- that's sort of like the worst time of the year. The days are mm. short. Uh, they feel like they're so long. They're so dark. Like light things up. Put the bring the Christmas lights out then. You know. Oh, that's my hot Lana, take. Lana used to let me come over every year and help her decorate her Christmas tree. And she used to come over for Hanukkah and I used to go decorate the Christmas tree on like the Sunday in November. And we used to, used to get, I used to get to buy like a Christmas ornament for Lana to put on her tree. Oh. And I have so, because I, we didn't have a tree and um, we don't celebrate Christmas. So it was always such a fun cultural exchange is what we called it. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Lan would come over. I'd go over. It was a lovely time. That's that's how I know all about Lana's mother's Christmas decorations because I got to help put them up. Um, I loved those times, and yeah. I'm really hoping that 
we will be able to continue this, even if it's a little bit sporadic throughout our lifetimes, because it's so special. I'm there. (sighs) There was also one time I got to come to Passover when we were all in France together, and that was pretty fun, too. I feel like you came to Rosh Hashanah a bunch of times, too. Yeah, I came to Rosh Hashanah, too. I totally remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you know, holidays. 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 Um, Lynn, what's your thing? I was going to talk about Christmas decorations. There's, like, lots to unpack there, literally. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, But then... Once again, I was talking to my partner, thinking about, like, what's the most interesting thing. And um, (laughs) he's got something really quite funny, and it's a Halloween thing. So I was like, I think this would be a fun thing to talk about. And it's technically Mm. his thing, but... um, But it lives in your house. But he's not here right now, and you share a house, so... his (laughs) is yours. Exactly. Exactly. So it does live in my house. And it was a costume that he ordered for a one improv halloween show and he decided that he wanted to be david s pumpkins um he thought it would be funny and you may all remember that david s pumpkins was like a character that tom hanks played i think on saturday night live and Mm -hmm. it was odd it was an odd skit Mm -hmm. But um, my partner thought this would be great, and so he ordered this suit, and it's a pant, it's pants and a jacket, and it's like a black or dark gray suit, and it's literally got pumpkins all over it, and it's clearly a very Halloweeny suit, and I think he's worn it for a couple of improv shows. I think he's worn it out a couple times trick or treating with our niece and nephew, um, which, by the way, was so much fun. Like trick or treating with our niece and nephew, that like. You know, that's what that's what is fun about Halloween is like going with little kids trick or treating. That's just the best. Um, But of course, in Canada, trick or treating means that you have to wear your snowsuit underneath your costume. So you have to be like very. So is his suit like three times too big? It's bulky. Yeah, it's a bulky. So he can fit a full snowsuit underneath. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I love that in adult size. So then when it's on stage and he doesn't have to wear a snowsuit underneath it looks just too big um (laughs) yeah but uh this is one of the things that um we have kicking around our house and he reminded me of it and i thought it was pretty funny and it's like a funny looking suit like i'll we'll share a photo we'll share a photo on the old gram yeah yeah that's great that's really funny i kind of forgot about halloween decorations my parents yeah. used to have like a full setup. I don't, we don't have a full setup, but this is the first year that we'll actually, this coming Halloween will be our first year with a house giving out candy. <gasps> we were apartment dwellers. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Oh my gosh. Maybe we'll get some Halloween decorations. Yes, you should. I have some, pile. I have some Halloween decorations. Just, it's, you know, it's mostly spider web. Uh, just some spider web, which is real easy to store. And uh, and then you, you buy pumpkins, and then pumpkins totally. disintegrate, <laughs> so you don't have to store them. I have a funny little Halloween story, and then uh, maybe I'll wrap us up here. Um, my neighbor, I have some really lovely neighbors, and there's an older, not older, they're not old. They're a couple. They're a couple. <laughs> they live they're upstairs. They're older than you. They're older than me. And the fellow um, found a Donald Trump, like, mask for Halloween this year. And downstairs lives a little four-year-old boy, and he was 
absolutely terrified of this mask. <laughs> he was like losing his mind. He couldn't handle it, like really upset. And then his dad He's told Democrat. him that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, nobody, yeah. <clears throat> it was a whole situation. Um, but then his dad was like, you're dressed as a knight. You, you can be brave and, you know, fight. You can go out and fight. And he like put it together and then was just absolutely adorable, like holding out his little sword and, you know, standing up to this thing that he was so scared of. It was the sweetest Halloween. It was just an extremely that's, sweet that's Halloween. Really that is very cute. I was never anything brave for Halloween. One year I was a troll doll for Halloween. Um, Once I was an old man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect place to end, I feel. It really is. It really is. Uh, I would like to thank uh, Akshay, our producer. I would like to thank Genevieve Vincent for our snazzy composition. And I would like to thank you, our listeners. You're awesome. We're so grateful to you. Um, and uh, finally, we'd like to thank the Bolero for being fashion's most practical invention. Um, follow us on Instagram at uh, Why Did I Keep This? And hey, if you like what you're hearing, uh, give us a little review. G- click subscribe, you know, engage, help us forward the algorithm that makes other people joyful for listening to this podcast too you're going to be doing the world a favor uh and um that's all for this week thanks all bye 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 bye